If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. And there we go. Sorry, I had problems there. <laughs> Welcome along. It's the Late Tea Time podcast. What a great start to a show. And a happy, uh, happy uh, whatever day it is. Dave Tyndall, help me. Wednesday. That's the one. What happy, a great... happy Sawgrass Eve. So that. so smooth that start to the Late Tea Time podcast, wasn't it? Um, welcome along, everybody, Late Tea Time podders around the world. Um, very good to see you. We come to you as late as possible on a Wednesday to bring you the very latest gossip, rumour, news from the course. And uh, it's a good one this week, isn't it? The TPC Sawgrass, the Players' Championship, and uh, James and Dave with you uh, to take you through this one. And uh, looking forward to this, DT. Yeah, uh, one of the big events um, of the season uh, in Florida, um, the famous 17th hole that I'm sure you're all aware of. Uh, that's sort of uh, good viewing, isn't it? Especially if it's windy. I don't think it's going to be that windy this week, which might um, mm. mean less water balls, if that's what you uh, like seeing. I don't know. Do you, do you like seeing balls go in the water? Depends who it is, I guess. <laughs> that's a little bit of drama, isn't it? If, yeah. it's, if, it's, yeah, if it's your play, you are sort of, oh, don't. So you're always relieved when it lands. But and yeah, it's not, got, it's not that hard a hole, is it? But there's all no, that water around it. Yeah. If it was just surrounded by sort of slightly thicker grass, you wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. It's just that jeopardy, isn't it? Knowing that if you're off, you, yeah. you're in the drink. So yeah. Um, have you you have you been there? Have I imagine that. I haven't, no, not no. to that one. I think our colleague Gav might have been there. Uh, but um I've never been there. One one of those ones I'd like to tick off at some point but uh i'll be a viewer again this week it looks a, a very nice course and as you say there's some dramatic holes on it as well so it's going to be a good watch over four days uh, through the weekend i'll give you the uh, the top end of the markets then 
um, as we approach the uh, TPC at Sawgrass. Scotty Scheffler is the uh, tournament favourite, best price of 10 to 1. You've got Rory McIlroy in there at 10s as well. 11 to 1 for John Rahm, 16 to 1, best price for Patrick Cantlay. Justin Thomas is 22, so is Max Homer. Colin Morikawa, 22 to 1. Xander Scheffler is best price of 28. And uh, go down to Jason Day there at 30s. And so is Victor Hovland. And so is uh, our friend indeed, uh, Tony Finnau. Actually, before we start getting into that, have you watched the rest of um, the golf on the uh, Netflix stock? Do you know what? I haven't. I have. Um, right. I just wasn't compelled enough to watch it. I've, I've binge watched it all in one day after you talked about right. the Tony Finnau one. And I agree with you. The Tony Finnau one, he's, he comes across yeah. brilliant, doesn't he? Um, and I watched the obviously the ones you talked about. Um, I I enjoyed um, I enjoyed all of them actually. I mean, they get a little bit more, not quite as focused on um, one player as it, as it goes through. There's a bit more Rory McIlroy towards the end. A lot of chat about going to the live um, as that gets a little bit more real towards the end of it as well. But I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I'm I'm sure I would happily watch it, but I don't know just the sort of pull of it. Hmm. I've been doing other things like watching Liverpool beat Man United seven 0 and that that kind of thing, you know. Um, the uh, Matt Fitzpatrick one's good. Yes, yeah. I must is Billy Foster on it much? He's yeah. caddy. Yeah, I, I, I will watch that one then. He, he comes into the uh, spoiler alert, I guess. Um, comes into the uh, sort of players' room after the after he's won the um, won the major, and um, they're all going speech, speech, speech. He's got all his entourage and family and stuff in this room. Um, and Matt Fitzpatrick is a bit overwhelmed and and he's quite a quiet chap anyway, I think. So he hasn't got any words left. Um, and so uh, Billy Foster stands up and he, he does the speech for him. <laughs> and it's yeah, really no, good. He's, um, he's like big on the after-dinner speech scene, Billy. He's, he's great at spinning a yarn. So, yeah, that that's, uh, doesn't surprise me. Now, he comes across really well on that, Matt Fitzpatrick. They show him back in Sheffield and they show him uh, as a very normal lad. Um, yes. But I'll t- tell you what surprised me with that or not surprise me because I know they, they all date is a big part of golf and analyzing your swing speeds and, and everything. He keeps a record of every single shot he plays, whether it's practice, whether it's in a tournament, whether it's a practice round, he's got little books and yardage books going back till when he was about 12 years old. Yeah. You know, he's, he doesn't know what the wind speed was at the time and everything. Yeah. He's really deep into it, isn't he? He finishes his round and goes and plots it all on his computer so he can just map his progress and see if he's getting any better. Mm. So yeah, it's yeah. fascinating. That was that was a really that's a really good one. Um, yeah, anyway, this week as well, but he's not my main pick. Um, yeah, where, where, where did that? You've, you've heard the prices. We mentioned the fact we leave it late. Where does that take us? So a lot of because it's a big tournament. They've been interviewing like everybody who's near the top end of the market, uh, which means um, your friend Colin Morikawa. So, if you look on first glance, when you look at him, you'd, you'd say he's he's only played here twice before, and um, not really done uh, that well. He's finished forty uh, first on debut and missed the cut last year. But kind of just delving a little bit on that, on debut in twenty twenty one, he shot sixty six in round four, uh, six under. And if he, I think once you can do that, you kind of know, yeah, I can play well at this course. And then in that COVID year where they played um, a round of it before uh, the pandemic uh, hit and they just had to abandon it, uh, he had shot a 468, so he was quite well placed on the leaderboard, Colin Morikawa. 
Um, if you look at his current form, it's kind of good, bad, good, bad. But if, if you follow that sequence, it's it's going to be good again. He's gone th third, miscut, sixth, miscut. Uh, so maybe this is due a good week. But I was interested to see what he might say because um, basically they've, they've asked him, are you a bit worried about your record here? Um, but he starts off talking about his, his season uh, so far and he says... It's been a lot better if I compare 2023 to 2022. I've done a lot more and I've actually been able to contend and that's the biggest thing. And then about his record, he said, um, I really thought I was going to win the COVID year. That was 2020. Um, to, to be honest, my game has only felt good coming into that 2020 tournament. So 2021, like the game still didn't feel as good. Um, and then he says... Sometimes you come to events and you feel really comfortable. You're comfortable with the setting or you're comfortable with the golf course. I feel comfortable here. And what's great about this golf course is that it does fit. I hit a lot of mid-irons to short irons into greens and you have to drive it well. And I've looked at his stats and, yeah, he's backing that up. Um, I've seen some stats where the last five years at Bay Hill, the most important thing is, is approaches from 180 yards. Mm -hmm. um, the PGA show hasn't quite got that specific a, a bit of data, but it's got 175 to 200, and he ranks 10th in that. So it does follow. Well, we all know he's a great iron player. Um, so, yeah, he, he says, um, I'm not too worried about my previous history here. I think if I look back at a lot of tournaments so far that I've played, I've played well in years, and sometimes I haven't. So I think he just thinks it's a matter of time before he has a good one here. Um, he, he says his, his miscuts, he just says they're a bit weird. I think he feels he's quite close to something big. It just didn't happen for him last week. Um, but it could be imminent and it'd be quite nice to catch him, wouldn't it? We, you know, he's a double major winner. He knows how to win these massive events. So I don't know. what Have you got the odds there? Is he 20? Yeah, he's 22 to 1. Um, your best price is, yeah, 22 to 1. Um, eight places, um, Bet365 and Skybet, both offering eight places on Colin Morikawa at 22s. Yeah. What's he at Betfair that are offering 12? Betfair, 12 places, 14s. Yeah, it's a bit of a dip, isn't it? Yeah, Cor probably Cor yeah Cor Coral are offering 12 as well. They're, they're in the same price, 14. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, given that we're not really trying to just scrape 12th, are we? We think he's going to win, so let's go for the bigger odds there. Yeah. Um, there's quite a big discrepancy between 14s and 22s, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that. So, yeah, I think uh, at some point, some players, I, I, I brought this up last, last week. John Rahm, for example, has never had a top five in Florida, which is a bit okay. odd. Um, whereas Colin Morikawa, he won the uh, Workday Championship in Florida a couple of years ago. Uh, excuse me, my nose is a bit itchy. Um, so he's won that. He's got a Florida win to his name. Um, so that's always good to have in, in the in the bag uh, to know that you can win, you know, in the Florida conditions. Um, so that so that bodes well. And and yeah, you just look through his stats and it, it looks like he's got the game uh, to do well here. And it's just a matter of time before he does. So lots of players have got really indifferent or bad, and then suddenly they go good here. So it's maybe just waiting for um, that to happen. And you know, we, we're going to have to anticipate it a bit because he hasn't done it yet, but there's some signs. So that good performance in the COVID year, that good finish in 2021. Yeah, I like Colin. And of course, you love him. So 
fascinated, obviously, to watch his episode on the full swing. Yes. Because um, they, they, as you said, they juxtapose him with Tony Finnau, the relaxed family man. Colin Morikawa yeah. very much, um, I mean, he's not on his own. He's got a girlfriend and, and family, but he's, yeah, he's very much uh, a solitary figure, isn't he? When it comes to his golf, very driven, very focused, not as many smiles. And uh, yeah. I, yeah, but he's, I, I wondered with him, Dave, because he's obviously come through um, sort of college. He's come into the professional ranks. He's had success all the way through. How he would actually cope if he ever lost his form completely, because he, he, he's because he's so driven, so focused and so on golf. If he ever really did take a dip, you'd find it quite hard to cope with, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, he, he found it baffling, didn't he, that Tony Finau could play good yeah. golf with loads of kids. Yeah. It's quite like, um, it sounds like he's not ready. I mean, I certainly wasn't ready to have kids. What is he, 25 or something like that? 26? Yeah. Um, yeah. well, before I was ready to have children. Uh, so I don't know what he means. But uh, yeah, for, for now, I mean, there's, that's... All that nappy factor theory, isn't it? Whether mm. if you do have a a kid, whether you then play better. At the moment, though, it, it just looks like he um, is somebody who, who likes to have his focus bang on golf. Uh, you, you could see with the Tony Finnell one though that he, it was a real release to him to have his family around. It wasn't it? It was oh, he, yeah, yeah. He just used yeah. it as a chance to get away from golf and switch off. And and, and sportsmen need that. And you wonder if Colin Morikawa was able to quite switch off as much. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's done a pretty good job so far of his career. So, um, and he's still my mate. He's still your mate. Um, I think he'll just have that extra drive this week. Having missed the cut at Bay Hill, um, which he just said, "What was the word he used? Something like it was bizarre." He didn't. He didn't see a, a reason for it. There was no big um, problem that he saw in his game. So, yeah, I, I expect him to bounce back here. Is that, it's funny actually. I think the um, when they they come off the 18th on that uh, dock and they say, "What well, I can't remember who it was now." Um, said um, I played better today than I played yesterday, but I'm five got five more shots on the on the scorecard. And we've all done that, haven't we? We've gone out and we played well, but it just kind of you get the wrong bounce and you get and, and things just don't go quite well for you. And you, I can see how you can miss the cut by playing half decent golf sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Colin Morikawa sounds happy with his game and thinks this course fits him. So let's uh, take heed of those words. So, Colin, good luck to you at the uh, TPC in Sawgrass. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We've picked him then for the uh, winner's circle. Have we got anybody else up our sleeves, DT, this week? Yeah, the other one I like is uh, Max Homer. Uh, yeah. who's been playing brilliant golf. Um, he won uh, Torrey Pines, and then he was uh, runner-up at Riviera, where he was defending. 14th last week. And then again, he, he's he's only played here twice. Um, he was, scroll, scroll, miscut on his debut. But then last year, he was 13th and had a really good finish. A shot 66. Um, and then... Often you, 
you know, unless you unless you're Matt Fitzpatrick and you write everything down, you, you just sort of look at that and go, he was 13th, he shot 66 to close, and you don't really know the detail unless you really focused on him that week. So it was interesting to hear his um, his recollection because he said last year was quite the anomaly. I played that Saturday in the tornado. So I don't remember him. And yet he shot 60, he shot 73 when it was absolutely blowing a bit of a hooli. So that's, that seems a lot more impressive than you just see the number 73 on his card. Uh, so that's good. Um, but the the thing I like that he says um, is because I think that a lot of people agree you have to be playing well when you come here. If you've had a few missed cuts coming in, this this place will find you out. So um, Max Homer says it's nice to have momentum coming into the players. This place is really tricky, so I think confidence is a big part of the week. It's nice to have that. Obviously, I've been playing some really good golf. It's been quite consistent. So it's kind of fun to arrive at a massive event and not feel like I'm tinkering with anything or trying to do anything different, knowing that if I just keep doing what I'm doing, the birdies will come and the bogeys will hide in the corner. Nice time to raise. Um, and then he says, he talks about that final round. He, he says, I think I shot 67. It was better than that, Max. It was 66 on the final day. I like the place for the way I'm hitting it. I think I can keep myself in the right spots and give myself some looks. So he he just thinks his game right now. Um, I built up the idea that I could, because of that final round 66, which he thought was 67, I built up the idea that I can play quite well around this place. I think it suits me. I'm a good iron player typically, and I think it requires quite a bit of precision. And then I know... A lot of people think of him as like a West Coast guy, and and he certainly backed that up by finishing, winning at uh, Torrey Pines and and finishing runner up at Riviera. But look at his form in Florida; it's, it's excellent. Last four starts there: fourteenth, thirteenth, seventeenth, sixth, miscut, tenth, twenty second, twenty fourth. So seven of his last eight starts in Florida, he's been in the top twenty five. So he can play well mm-hmm. there, and um, you know, thirteenth here last year. Normally, when you look at the past winners, someone like Cam Smith, I think, almost had the identical best previous finish there. As long as they've done something at that course and not just, you know, shot a string of 73s and, and missed the cut both times. And I think, as he says himself, you, you give yourself the idea that I can play well here. And to be honest, I don't think there's a more consistent golfer around at the minute than Max Homer. So he is, what, 20... He's 20 to 1, eight places with bet 365. That's the best places. Yeah. You get five places at 22s elsewhere. So no, you'll we'll go eight. Yeah, yeah, we'll go eight, 20 places. But yeah, he does sound. Sometimes you can, you can get too sort of bogged down in what they've done here before and you need you need something really good. But, you know, these guys, once they're playing really well, you can back them anywhere. They can play yeah. well anywhere. And you, and you get the impression with Max Homer that why would you not? I'm guilty of it myself. I don't think I've I've got jumped aboard on the Max Homer train enough. I think he's played so well for a long time. And you have to sort of retrain yourself that oh, he's not Max Homer from a few years ago that was, you know, quite good, but not this good. But now he's up with the elite. You know, you've got to keep backing him. I think 20, 20 to one is fine. 
my mate Colin Morikawa in there, 22 to 1, eight places. You've got Max Homer in there, 20 to 1 for eight places. You can actually land both of those, can't you? Have a very good week. Yeah. yeah. And if you look at all the winners down down the um, down the years here, loads of them are major winners or are going to be major winners, would be major winners of what played Ryder Cup, President's Cup. And, you know, Colin Morikawa is a major winner. Max Homer. Looks like a, a a major winner waiting to happen, and he's certainly going to be playing on those big American teams as well. This is late tea time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Just a couple more bits before we go, um, because we listened to the latest news. I did hear. Um, Callum Tarran, the English player who did quite well in last year's US Open, mm. that one where um, that's on the full swing. One is self-deprecating all the time, and I've just forgotten oh, his name. Oh, he's great. Um, he, that's a really good episode because he's fantastic in it. Yeah, and his oh, caddy, yeah, his caddy's good as well. His caddy, his caddy caddy's his mate from school, and he's such a good bloke. He, and his yeah, his wife's lovely. He just like he just loves life. Um, has beaten cancer. His mum died of cancer. He's got like a, he's got that sort of poignant backstory, and he's just taking life by the scruff of the net and having a good good time with it, isn't he? Joel Damon. That's it. Yeah, must have a mental block there with him. Um, but yeah, um, so Callum Tarrant played well in that in that one. Um, Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, US Open. Uh, so he was on. He's interviewed on um, Talksport on the Hawksby and Jacob show. It's like a for. Foreign listeners, it's like a sort of daytime sports show. Uh, and he said he's practiced there a lot and lives there. And he actually said, anyone who fancies a flutter this week, he's worth a go. And I went, oh, right. So I just checked his form because I, I didn't really recall him doing anything of late just to see what um, what he has been doing. Because, talk- <laughs> sorry, which one are you talking about? The team right. Um, because he was runner-up in the RSM Classic, so he's finished second in a PGA tournament this season, so he's clearly got something about him. Uh, but his last four events, miscut, 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 miscut. Yeah, what do you do with that information? He clearly, he says he likes this course and he's played it a lot. Um, but I don't know if you found him in a match bet. I couldn't find him odds on him to make the cut. Maybe you have more luck than me. But you, you basically, you're balancing... Bad form on paper against his word, where he thinks he's a decent bet round there. Anyway, I thought I'd mention it for anybody who sees him in a match bet or anything. I'm just um, Gino Bonnelly is um, Joel Damon's caddy. They're at school together, um, and he he basically um, has him on the bag. He's a good golfer himself, um, and they get on like a trait. But when but basically it's quite funny because when he's um, when he hits a bad shot, his caddy's not averse to turn around and saying you absolute, yeah, you know, yeah. and giving it back to him. But they're kind of like really tight. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a theory in that, by the way, that if because um, they're they're expecting or have just had a child, 
um, and um, they were out uh, shopping for uh, a pushchair and things like that on the episode. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, the uh, caddy's got a theory that he's he's always had this kind of so laid back kind of, and, and he actually says um, somebody's got to be number seventy in the world. Why can't yeah. it be? Why shouldn't it be me? Yeah. Um, and they, but everybody's saying you've got the talent, you've got the skill to be top twenty, whatever. Um, and they start, they're actually thinking that his wife actually says now he's got the child coming or probably arrived by now. Um, he his mind will focus and he will be on it to actually win stuff now for the child rather than just lope mm. about and, uh, and just take it, take it in his stride. So you might see his performances go up a notch. Yeah. Well, I, I was waiting for some sort of bounce on the back of that program that, Everyone will go, oh, what a great guy you are, Joel Damon. But um, last week he missed the cut, shot 79 in round two, and then he missed the cut the week before. So we'll yeah. see. It's kind of one of these players, it, it'd be nice to back him as like a project, wouldn't it? And whatever his form is, just have a quid, a couple of quid every week. And and I reckon he'll pop up at some point. And well, he'll be on in, in the kind of Hall of Fame on the Late Tea Time podcast, we've got Colin Morikawa, um, we've got um, Victor Hovland's coming there. Um, We've—I uh, think we should bring in Joel Damon because he's just a nice bloke. Yeah, he's looking at his form though. He's he's finished twelfth on debut. Yeah, and this this season um, he had a really good spell in November when he was third in Mexico, ninth in Houston, and fifth at the RSM Classic. So he has shown good form. He's just gone off the boil a little bit. Uh, we'll see, but yeah, I. Quite fancy that idea of just sort of cheering him on with a couple of quid every week. He'd be a very popular uh, major winner if he ever got got over the line in one, I think, because uh, he's got a big fan base out there now. Um, anyway, um, Joel Damon, um, Matt, good luck to you, Max Homer and uh, Colin Marikawa carrying the uh, bulk of our cash at uh, 20 to 1 and 22 to 1, respectively. Eight places you can get for both of those at Bet365. DT, thank you. Thank you, James. And uh, thanks out there, everybody, for watching. It's uh, been good to have you with us on the uh, Late Tea Time podcast. We'll see you around about the same time next week. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.